He is risen. Christ is risen. Christ is risen. Hallelujah to our King. Hallelujah to the Most High God. We thank you. We worship your name. We give to you all the praises, all the honor, all the adoration. Thank you, our Lord and Master. Thank you for being our atoning sacrifice. Thank you for paying the price on the cross of Calvary. We magnify your name. Thank you for reconciling us through the Father, through your blood that was shed on the cross of Calvary. Thank you for rending the curtain in truth, and we can enter into the holies of holies. My Lord and King, we worship your name. We thank you for this special day as we remember the joy of resurrection. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, risen Savior. Thank you, our senior brother. Thank you for the price you paid on the cross of Calvary. You died for us, you set us free. Thank you for being seated at the right hand of God the Father, interceding for us on a daily basis. We magnify your name. Thank you for the blood. 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 Thank you for the blood that was shed once and for all. We magnify your name. We exalt you, Master Jesus. You are good, Lord. You are the great King above all the earth. Thank you for preparing a place for us to be reconciled with you when you come to take us home. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you, Master. We worship you. We adore you. We adore you. We adore you. We honor you today. We exalt you, Lord. You are good. You are good. You are God like no other. No one can compare with you. You are the God of all the earth. We magnify your name. For you are the reason we are singing. You are the reason we are alive. You are the reason we are who we are. You are the reason of our hope. You are the reason of our joy. We thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for loving us unconditionally. Thank you, Master Jesus. Thank you for breaking the code, the written code that was written against us. Thank you for delivering us from the bondage of sin and bringing us into your marvelous life. We exalt you, Lord. We exalt you. We worship you. You are God alone. You are God alone. You are worthy to be praised. You are worthy to be exalted. You are worthy to be honored. We say thank you. 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 Forever will we praise you. Forever will we honor you. Forever will we adore your name. Thank you, Master Jesus. Our hearts are full of joy. Our hearts are full of thanksgiving. Our hearts are full of adoration to you. For you pay the price. You pay the price. You pay the price. You cancel the written code against us. Our sins you remember no more. Thank you, O Lord, for making us the bride of Christ. We magnify your name. Thank you for you are the reason we are here. We look up unto you, the author and finisher of our faith. We honor you today. You are worthy. You are worthy, Lord. You are worthy. We thank you, Master Jesus, in the mighty name of Jesus. Good morning, all. Happy Easter. It's so funny because I prepared the same um, verse uh, Pastor has just read. So it goes like this, Matthew 28, from verse 5 to 6. It says, The angel said to the woman, Do not be afraid, 
for I know that you are looking for Jesus. Are you still looking for Jesus? Who was crucified? He is not here. He has risen. Hallelujah. Just as he said, come and see the place where he lay. Our Lord has risen. Jesus has risen. He conquered the grave. He rose again from death. Lift up your voice and continue to give him all the praise, all the honor, because he's worthy to be praised. Father God, thank you. We just want to bless your name. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise praise for your resurrection within us. We thank you because, oh Lord, everything yes and amen. As you have said, you say yes, you will die and on the third day you will rise up up again. Lord, we just want to thank you because indeed this day we can say yes, indeed you have risen. You conquered death. You conquered the grave. We bless you. We bless you. We bless you. Thank you, my Father. Thank you, Lord, for your resurrection power that is within us. Thank you for your kingdom that is within us. Thank you because, God, you've empowered us, oh God. You did not put us to shame, my Father God. You put the enemy to shame. You put the enemy to where it belongs. So, Lord, we have cause to rejoice this day. We thank you, Lord Jesus. We bless your name, O God, for your wonders, for your miracles that you've wrought in the household of Christ Faith Tabernacle. Father, we bless you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, my Father. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. Praise the Lord. Uh, the first two people we have uh, have led us to praise the Lord. I'll read from Matthew chapter 28, verse 2. And behold, there was a great earthquake, for an angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone from the door and sat on it. Praise the Lord. In conjunction with that, I want us to see Isaiah 14, 24. The Lord of hosts has sworn, saying, Surely as I have thought, so it shall come to pass. And as I purpose, so it shall be. I want us to begin to pray that in today's service, we know the angel of the Lord is here in this service. We want to pray that every stone, every hindrance, every obstacle will be rolled away in this service. Let's begin to pray. Almighty Father, we thank you for the great things you have done. We thank you because we know your angel is here, O God Almighty, with us. And as it happened to the Lord Jesus Christ, that the Bible says the angel of the Lord descended and sat on the throne and rolled away the stone. We pray, Lord, as many as we enter into this place, you will roll away every stone, every obstacle, every hindrance. We pray, Lord Almighty, just as you are sworn and as you are purpose concerning Jesus Christ, you brought it to pass. Lord Almighty, we are here unto you. Lord God Almighty, we pray as you are purpose for us, O God, as you are planned for us, O God, let your angel descend unto every life, unto everyone that we enter into this place, and let every stone be rolled away, let every obstacle be rolled away, in the name of Jesus, Father Lord God Almighty, as you did it, O God Almighty, on the resurrection day for Jesus Christ, we pray, Lord, as many as we enter into this place, roll away every stone, roll away every obstacle, roll away every interest, Lord God Almighty, and Lord God Almighty, Jesus Christ rose again, O God, he was alive, that life will come into everyone that we enter into this place, our life will not remain the same, because your angel will descend upon us in this service, and every obstacle, O God, will be rolled away, and we will be free, we will be free, 
Jesus, release your angel, Lord. Release your angel, Lord, unto every individual, Lord. The Lord of mercy, our lives will testify, oh God, just as you we can testify about Jesus Christ that his tongue will swallow away. We thank you, Lord. We give you all the glory. Blessed be the name of Lord. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Good morning, church. Happy Easter to everyone. Um, I'll be taking Bible reading from 28, Matthew 28, verse 18. See, then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. So today is Easter. Jesus has risen. He has given us the authority, authority to speak, authority to go therefore and minister to the world. He said, go ye therefore and baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So we want to take authority this morning as we celebrate the risen Christ. We want to say, Lord, we take authority over every principality. We take authority over every delusion because we are victorious in Christ. Lift up your voices this morning and claim authority over any situation in your life that is not according to the purpose and the will of the Lord. Take authority, Lord God, and pull them in the grave because Christ has risen. He has risen. He has given us life. We are meant to live the life of Christ, the life of an overcomer, the life of success. Lord, we take authority, Lord God, over every voice, Lord God, that speaks against your will for our life. In the mighty name of Jesus, we take authority, Lord God, over the voice of Satan. We take authority, Lord God, over every situation, Lord God, that goes according to your will and purpose for our life, that goes according to your plan. We take authority this morning because you have risen. You have given us victory. Victory. Victory in every area of our life. Victory over our children. Victory over sickness. Victory over everything, Lord God. We take authority this morning, Lord God, and we claim victory. We are victorious in Christ. Lord, we bless your holy name. We claim, Lord, before the world. We say, Lord, we give you glory. We give you praise. We speak to the world this morning and we say yes our God has risen we have risen, we have risen we have risen with the Lord the blood of Jesus speaks for us the blood of Jesus speaks for us Lord we bless your holy name, we give you glory we give you praise, we magnify and exalt your holy name because you are God thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you thank you for the gifts of life Lord we bless your holy name, we thank you Lord so you be on the glory and the honor in Jesus mighty name we pray Amen Jesus mighty name we pray the book of Luke chapter 24 I'll read from verses 28 to 32 as they approached the village to which they were going Jesus continued on as he were going further but they urged him strongly stay with us for it is nearly evening the day is almost over so he went in to stay with them when he was at the table with them he took bread gave thanks broke it and began to give it to them then their eyes were opened and they recognized him and he disappeared from their sight i want you to pray this morning as we celebrate the resurrection of the lord that your eyes will be opened and that you will have a deeper understanding of who jesus is and you have a deeper understanding of the reason for this season in the mighty name of jesus lift up your voices and pray heavenly father we thank you for you died for us O oh lord that is why we have life today 
That is why we have life today and hope for eternal life, O oh Lord. We thank you, Father, Lord Almighty. We pray in the name of Jesus that as we celebrate your resurrection this morning, O oh Lord, that our eyes will be opened. We will have deeper understanding of who you are, O oh Lord. You will reveal yourself to us this morning, O oh Lord. That our ears will be opened. That our hearts will understand, O oh Lord. You open the eyes of our heart to understand, O oh Lord Almighty, the reason for this season in the mighty name of Jesus. For everyone that steps into this auditorium today, O oh Lord, that you will touch their hearts, O oh Lord. That you will touch their hearts, O oh Lord. That you will open our eyes, O oh God. In the mighty name of Jesus, touch our hearts, O God. Let our hearts respond to your word this morning. In the mighty name of Jesus, grant us deeper understanding of who you are, O God. We celebrate you, O Lord. We magnify you, O Lord. We thank you, O Lord, because you died for us, O God, and you rose from the dead. And that is why, O Lord, we have hope for eternity, O God. Father Lord, we say thank you. Father Lord, we say thank you. Our eyes shall be opened. Our ears shall be opened. You will touch our minds and our hearts to know this morning. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father Lord Almighty. In Jesus' name we pray. Praise the Lord this morning. Happy Easter. Say to your neighbor, Happy Easter. It's wonderful to be in His presence. Let's keep on clapping. He's risen. things never fall apart again. The lives of the disciples change and there is going to be a change in your life this morning. In this service you are going to experience that great change like never before. You just want to pray this number one prayer before we open the service. Lord fill me with the joy of your resurrection. That's all we need to do. Maybe you have been sad. Maybe things have not gone well with you. Maybe you have been thinking Lord what do you want to do for me in this resurrection? My life has, has stood still for a while. Lord, what do you want to do? I've, I've been like a cold water all the time. Bring a change today. Fill me with the joy of your resurrection. Fill my home with the joy of your resurrection. Fill me with that good news of your resurrection. Because the angel said, he said, go and tell the people that is risen. When you have the joy of resurrection, guess what happened to you? You want to draw more soul to the kingdom. You want to reflect him like never before. So lift up your voice and pray this morning. Lord, fill me with the joy of your resurrection. Fill me, O oh God, with the joy of your resurrection. I want to experience it, O oh God, that I will go for you. I will go for you. From tomorrow, I will go for you. Even right from the time that we leave the church, I will go for you. Fill me, O oh God, with the joy of your resurrection. Fill me, O oh God, with the joy of your resurrection. Father, may your name be glorified. 
In Jesus' mighty name we pray. As you have prayed, it shall be so in Jesus' name. You will leave this place filled with the power and anointing of the Holy Ghost, with the joy of God's resurrection, and you will go to reflect Him everywhere that you go. It shall come to pass. In Jesus' name. Amen. With that in mind, let's just read the book of Psalm 24 with an uplifted hand. The earth is the Lord's, and the fullness thereof, the world and all that dwell therein. For he has founded it upon the seas, and established it upon the waters. Who shall ascend the hill of the Lord? Or who shall stand in his holy place? He that has clean hands and a pure heart, who does not lift up his heart toward his walls, nor swear deceitfully, he shall receive blessing from the Lord, and vindication from God his Savior. Such is the generation of those who seek him, who seek your face, O God of Jacob. Selah. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be lifted up, you ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty. The Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be lifted up, you ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord Almighty. He is the King of glory. Amen. Amen. Psalm 145. I will exalt you, my God, the King. I'll praise your name forever and ever. Every day I will praise you and extol your name forever and ever. For great is the Lord and most worthy of praise. His greatness no one can fathom. One generation will commend your works to another. They will tell of your mighty acts. They will speak of the glorious splendor of your majesty. And I will meditate on your wonderful works. They will tell of the power of your awesome works. And I will proclaim your great deeds. They will celebrate your abundant goodness and joyfully sing of your righteousness. The Lord is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and rich in love. The Lord is good to all. He has compassion on all he has made. All you have made will praise you, O Lord. Your saints will extol you. They will tell of the glory of your kingdom and speak of your might so that all men may know of your mighty acts and the glorious splendor of your kingdom. Your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and your dominion endures through all generations. The Lord is faithful to all his promises, and loving towards all he has made. The Lord upholds all those who fall, and lifts up all who are bowed down. The eyes of all look to you, and you give them their food at the proper time. You open your hand and satisfy the desires of every living thing. The Lord is righteous in all his ways and loving towards all he has made. The Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth. He fulfills the desires of those who fear him. He hears their cry and saves them. The Lord watches over all who love him, but all the wicked he will destroy. My mouth will speak in praise of the Lord. Let every creature praise his holy name forever and ever. Amen. Amen.
might become righteous. It says, he who knew no sin, he became sin so that we might become righteous. How did he do it? He took the fall and thought of me. He took the fall and thought of me. He took the fall and thought of you. He took the fall and thought of us. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you, Lord Jesus, for your death on the cross.
there I saw in the right hand of him who sat on the throne a scroll written on both sides and sealed with seven seals and I saw a mighty angel proclaiming in a loud voice who is worthy to break the seals and open the scrolls but no one in heaven or on earth or under the earth could open the scroll or even look inside it I wept and wept because no one was found who was worthy to open the scroll or look inside then one of the elders said to me do not weep see the lion of the tribe of Judah the roots of David has triumphed he is able to open the scroll and a seven seals then I saw a lamb looking as if it had been slain standing in the center of the throne encircled by the four living creatures and the elders he has seven horns seven eyes which are the seven spirits of God sent out into all the earth he came and took the scroll from the right hand of him who sat on the throne and when he had taken it the four living creatures and the 24 elders fell down before the lamb each one had a harp and they had they were holding golden bowls full of incense which are the prayers of the saints and sang you are worthy to take the scroll and to open his seals because you were slain and with your blood you purchased men for God from every tribe every language and people and nation you have made them to be a kingdom and priests to serve a God and they will reign with him forever and ever then I looked and heard the voices of many angels numbering thousands upon thousands and ten thousand times ten thousand they encircled the throne and the living creature and the elders in a loud voice they sang Thou art worthy
you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Turn to some beside you and welcome them. Happy Resurrection Sunday. Happy Resurrection Sunday. Amen forevermore. Hallelujah. Please take your season in the heavenly places. While you may go to your seats, please. You are Lord. You are Sick 
will not leave this place today. See. The Lord is in his holy temple. And so I want your soul to open to the living one. So that you will not miss out from what he's doing already. Where you worship, worship with your spirit. Where you pray, pray with your spirit. Can you see? The Lord is enthroned in this place tonight. And you see the angels of God all over the whole place. It is a great time. You cannot remember resurrection and don't encounter the power that resurrected Jesus. But you must connect your soul. This is not just another meeting. And I'm talking to God's saints. Wherever you may be listening to me. If the trumpet sound today, if you are sure you are going, I'm talking to you. If you are in this auditorium and you are playing games, time is too short for you to continue to do that. Because I see the preparation ready in heaven. It is the mercy of God that is delaying the coming. The trumpet can blast any minute from now. You will agree with me that if God delays too long, this world will become unbearable. It has become a world where injustice reigns in every nation. It has become a world where sin has been redefined as righteousness and the righteous are persecuted by laws and decisions of people. So, I'm telling you this. There is a great presence here. You know, we prayed yesterday for all places where they worship God today. You remember? And the Lord answered it. The presence of God is so real here. So open your heart and your spirit unto the Lord. Please be seated. We will go through the stories of um, the resurrection from the dead of Christ. So Brother Eric, please, and then the rest will follow. Good morning, church, and happy Resurrection Sunday. My reading today will be taken from Matthew chapter 28, from verses 1 to 10. Jesus has risen. After the Sabbath, at dawn on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to look at the tomb. There was a violent earthquake, for an angel of the Lord came down from heaven and, going to the tomb, rolled back the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning, and his clothes were white as snow. The guards were so afraid of him that they shook and became like dead men. The angel said to the women, Do not be afraid, for I know that you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He is not here. He has risen, just as he said. Come and see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell his disciples, He has risen from the dead and is going ahead of you into Galilee. There you will see him. Now I have told you. So the women hurried away from the tomb, afraid yet filled with joy, and ran to tell his disciples. Suddenly Jesus met them. Greetings, he said. They came to him, clasped his feet, and worshipped him. Then Jesus said to him, Do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee. There they will see me. May the Lord bless the reading of his words. Amen.
My reading will be taken from Matthew 28, verses 11 to 20, which reads, The Guards Report. While the women were on their way, some of the guards went into the city and reported to the chief priests everything that had happened. When the chief priests had met with the elders and devised the plan, they gave the soldiers a large sum of money, telling them, You are to say his disciples came during the night and stole him away while we were asleep. If this report gets to the governor, we will satisfy him and keep you out of trouble. So the soldiers took the money and did as they were instructed. And this story had been widely circulated among the Jews to this very day. The Great Commission. Then the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw him, they worshipped him. But some doubted, then Jesus came to them and said, All the authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always, to the very end of age. May the Lord of his holy word. Good morning. Happy Resurrection Sunday. Um, I'll be taking my reading from um, Luke chapter 12, verse 13 uh, to 35. And it reads, Someone in the crowd said to him, Teacher, tell, me your bro- tell my brother to divide the inheritance with him. Jesus replied, Man, who appointed me a judge or an arbiter between you? Then he said to them, Watch out. Be on your guard against all kinds of greed. A man's life does not consist in the abundance of his, of his possession. And he told them this parable. The ground of a certain rich man produced a good crop. He thought to himself, What shall I do? I have no place to store my crops. Then he said, this is what I will do. I will will tear down my burns and build bigger ones. And there I will store all my grains and my goods. And I will say to myself, I have plenty of goods, plenty of things laid up for many years. Take life easy, eat, drink, and be merry. But God said to him, you fool, this very night your life will be demanded from you. Then who who will give you what you have prepared for yourself? This is how it will be with with anyone who stores up for himself but but is not rich towards God. Then Jesus said to his disciples, Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat, about your body, what you will wear. Life is more than food, 
and the body more than clothes. Consider the ravens. They do not sow or reap. They have no storeroom or barn. Yet God feeds them. And how much more valuable are you than birds? Who of you, by worrying, can add a single hour to your life? Since you cannot do this very thing, why do you worry about the rest? Consider how the, little, how the lilies grow. They, have no, they, do not, they do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you, even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of the was, was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the, the, the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, how much more will he clothe you, O oh, you little faith? And do not set your heart on what you will eat or drink. Do not worry about it, for the pagan will run after all the things, and your father knows that you need them. But seek his kingdom, hallelujah. Seek his kingdom, hallelujah. And all the things will be given unto you as well, hallelujah. Do not be afraid, little flocks, for your father has, pleased, has, been, pleased with, has been pleased to give you the kingdom, amen. Sell your possessions and give to the poor. Provide purchases for for yourselves that that will not wear out. A treasure in heaven that will not be exhausted, amen. Where no thieves can come near it, nor man, nor moths destroy it. For where your treasure is, there your heart will also be, hallelujah. Be, be, be dressed ready for the service and keep my lamp burning. Hallelujah. May the Lord bless the reading of his word. Amen. Morning, church. He's risen. Amen. Uh, So Jesus appears to the disciples. While they were still talking about this, Jesus himself stood among them and said to them, Peace be with you. They were startled and frightened, thinking they saw a ghost. He said to them, Why are you troubled? And why do doubts rise in your minds? Look at my hands and my feet. It is I myself. Touch me and see. A ghost does not have flesh and bones, as you see I have. When he said this, he showed them his hands and feet. And while they still did not believe it, because of joy and amazement, he asked them, Do you have anything here to eat? They gave him a piece of broiled fish, and he took it and ate it in their presence. He said to them, This is what I told you while I was still with you. Everything must be fulfilled that is written about me in the law of Moses, the prophets, and the Psalms. Then he opened their minds so they could understand the scriptures. He told them, This is what is written. The Messiah will suffer and rise from the dead on the third day, 
and repentance for the forgiveness of sins will be preached in his name to all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. You are witnesses of these things. I am going to send you what my Father has promised, but stay in the city until you have been clothed with power from on high. Amen. May the Lord bless the reading of his holy word. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Indeed, he is risen. I would like to invite very quickly to the podium this morning or to the altar this morning the jewels in the crown and the morning stars for their rendition. Hallelujah.
Testing, test. Good morning, church. Today I'll be reading the scriptures from Philippians chapter 2, from 6 to 11. Though he was God, he did not think of equality with God as something to cling to. Instead, he gave up his divine privileges. He took the humble position of a slave and was born as a human being. When he appeared in human form, he humbled himself in obedience to God and died a criminal's death on the cross. Therefore, God elevated him to the place of highest honor and gave him the name above all other names, that at the name of Jesus every knee shall bow in, every, in heaven and on earth and under the earth. And every tongue declare that Jesus Christ is Lord, to glory, to glory of the of God the Father. May the Lord bless the reading of the word. So, good morning, church. So today we'll be doing four songs, um, as requested by Apostle. We will be repeating the two songs done on Friday. Be Thou My Vision, and um, Old Rugged Cross. We will also be doing Chariots of Fire, and the final song, that will be a little... Okay?
testing, testing. Meekness and majesty. Meekness and majesty, manhood and deity, in perfect harmony, the man who is God, Lord of eternity, dwells in humanity, kneels in humility, and washes our feet. Father's pure radiance, perfect in innocence, yet learns obedience to death on a cross. Suffering to give us life, conquering through sacrifice, as they crucify, praise, Father, forgive. Wisdom unsearchable, God's the invisible, Lord's love indestructible, in fraternity appears. Lord of infinity stooping, so tenderly, lifts our humanity to the heights of his throne. What a mystery, meekness and majesty. Bow down and worship, for this is your God. Oh, what a mystery, meekness and majesty. Bow down and worship, for this is your God. Bow down and worship, for this is your God. These are the words of meekness and majesty, which will now be presented by the CFT Orchestra, comprising of jewels and the crown and morning stars.
children in Christ with tabernacle they are manifesting but these are my grandchildren and I will see the next generation manifest shall we just be seated please I want to say first of all that um, these children who are playing I will want to see their number triple next year. Because you parents who have children of this age, who have not invested into them to commit themselves to this service, I want to challenge you to do that. Because when I was a kid, whenever there is um, festivity like this in church, I never want to lag behind. There are many children that are called by God. But if you parents do not encourage them to perform, you can see what a pain that is going to the heart of those children. I want to know that the church employed a musician or some musicians who come in once in a month now to train the children. But those children also are trained by their, their their parents send them to learn those instruments and uh, thank God for Dr. Samuel who decided to commit himself to learn theories because you cannot train you cannot you cannot lead an orchestra when you do not when you are not able to sight read and he committed himself rigorously to learn theory and to begin to play his own wind instruments, that is to sight read. Orchestra is different from choir. Choir can sing without sight reading, but at the same time, choir can sight read. But orchestra only play what is written. And you know, I had this dream many years ago, which I've been telling you all the time from the whole choir, that I want to see the day when this dream will be fulfilled. When orchestra and choir will jam together. And while the orchestra is playing from the notes, the choir is singing hymns from the notes. And that time will happen between now and next year. I didn't hear your amen. Because I believe very much that um, the wake-up call is now. And we are seeing performances of what we also can put into our children. Now, today, I've been teaching you for the past, uh, how many days? Friday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, no, yeah, Monday. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and this Sunday. About nine days concurrently I've been teaching in this church. The reason for teaching the Word of God is for God's people to have knowledge. So that if you have knowledge, you agree with me that the knowledge you have is what determines your comfort on earth. 
And the Bible says my people are destroyed from lack of knowledge. Demons don't destroy Christians, neither do they have the power to do so. But lack of knowledge, which is ignorance, is what destroys believers across the globe. Though you may have several prayers against demons and several accusations against them, they have no power to do so. So this week, what we have concentrated on is the cross. And I taught you um, during the Jesus seminar about the three things the cross of Jesus Christ did for humanity. One, take that out for me, please. Take the background out. Yes. The three things the cross of Calvary did for you Christians. Number one, Colossians chapter twelve, verse, verse chapter two, verse three. Sorry, Colossians two thirteen. It says, "When you were dead in your transgressions and in the uncircumcision of your sinful nature, God made you alive. He forgave you all our sins." So the first thing that the cross of Jesus Christ did, which no religion did that, no religious leader under heaven did these things. Only Jesus Christ. And this is the pointer to the supremacy of Jesus above all who claim to be sent by God. And if anybody is listening to me, who worship other gods or who believe in religion, I want to say to you that I hope I'll be able to convince you that you will only live on earth once. And when you die, you will not have the opportunity to come back and make another choice and also convince you that Jesus is the only way so he says when we were dead that in our sins and the uncircumcision of our sinful nature God made us alive with Christ he forgave us all our sins and Romans chapter 4 verse 7 says blessed are those are they whose transgressions are forgiven whose sins are covered Blessed is the man whose sins the Lord will never count against him. So we recognize and agree during the week that anybody who is born again, you are sinless before God. Whether your forefathers' sins or whatever sins it could be. And that's the first thing that the cross of Calvary did. And if you look at the book of Romans chapter 3 verse 21 to 26, because of those who are Christians and they still believe that they suffer from generational curses, which is a taboo, a Christian can never, even if you desire to, it cannot be granted. For you that after you are born again, any generational curse have no credence over you. You cannot suffer from generational curse. Why Satan will attack every Christian? And every Christian, I taught you about what to do to deal with the devil and whatever the devil schemes are. I've taught you that in the past seven days. However, a Christian can never come under curse. And we find that out in the book of Romans chapter 3 verse 21, which says, But now a righteousness from God apart from the law has been revealed or made known, to which the law of the prof- uh, and the prophets testify. 
This righteousness of God comes from faith, through faith in Jesus Christ. To all who believe, this is, there is no difference. For all have sinned and fallen short of, the, of God's glory, or the glory of God, and are justified freely by His grace through the redemption that came by Jesus Christ. God presented Him as a sacrifice of atonement through faith in His blood. He did this to demonstrate His justice because... In his forbearance, he had left the sins committed beforehand unpunished. So this scripture tells you and I that when you get born again, all sins committed before you, God will not permit you to be punished by. And which are the sins committed beforehand? The sins you have committed since you are born to that day. The sins your parents have committed, grandparents and whatever. When you get saved, that sin is terminated, is wiped away by the blood of the Lamb. So that God cannot remember it again. And if God cannot remember an offense, He cannot pronounce a sanction. Neither can He enforce a sanction on a person who has not offended. I love that. You know, the problem with um, error in the church is lack of understanding of the language in which you read the Bible. If you read the, in a, an English Bible, if you don't understand English very well, you will misinterpret the Bible. And this is what we see in many people. You know, they just believe that if you can speak and communicate in English, then you can interpret written English. It's not so. Written English is different from spoken English. Anyone can speak English anywhere in the world. But that does not mean understanding. Because to understand English language, you have to know about the written English language. You have to be thought about verbs, pronouns, adjectives, and, you know, semicolon, colon, and so For you to know when you see those signs, what they mean. And when you see those words, what they really mean. And many people who have gone to television to be teaching all this garbage and terrorizing and terrifying Christians we discover that they have no knowledge of English with which they communicate. But if you look at the scriptures, it's very clear that the righteousness that you attain after salvation is not a righteousness that you can work for and get it. That's the reason why God became flesh and he died in the position of his son. So that anybody who believes in him and follows him, not just come to church and say you believe in him, but you commit yourself to him. You can never come under any curse. Either of witches or wizard and spell, forget it. You cannot. So, we see that scripture there, because you have become the righteousness of God. And it says that why did God do this? He did this to demonstrate his justice. At the present time, so that, so as to be just, and the one who justifies those who have faith in Christ. So, this is God's jurisprudence. In another word, this is how the law of God reasons. That is what that scripture tells us. Now, number two, that the cross of Jesus did for you. If you want to know more details about this, it took me a day for each of the lectures. You can go back to all the lectures since two Fridays ago. The second thing is that it says the cross of Calvary cancelled every covenant. 
For those of you who probably have been involved in ministers who will tell you you have to renounce covenant you have made before. You don't have to. You only need to really make covenant with Jesus. That's it. Because the word covenant, if it's understood by, you know, whoever is teaching those stuff, they will recognize that if you have covenant with a superior power, it obsolates subsidiary. And whatever you have done, whether you did blood covenant, you did air covenant, you did cloth covenant, any covenant, whatever covenant, your father covenant, mother, grandparents, and stuff, covenant, covenanted you and your ancestors to the devil. Once you decide to accept Jesus Christ, you have made covenant with Jesus. You know, sometimes we need to reason when people preach. All the time, really. You need to reason. Because some people say that you need to confess covenant knowingly and unknowingly. When they lead you in the prayer of, you know, such breaking covenant, they say, I confess, I confess every covenant knowingly and unknowingly. The fact is that the covenant cannot be unknowing. You don't, you don't make covenant without speaking. You cannot make covenant that you don't know. Because it takes two people to, to sign an agreement for it to become a covenant. So you cannot make unknowing covenants. And whatever the covenant may be, whether you know or you don't know it. Colossians chapter 2 verse 14 says, Having cancelled the written code with its regulation that was against us and that stood opposed to us, he took them away, nailing them on the cross. So what Jesus nailed on the cross is finished. You don't need to do anything about it than to believe it. And number three is that the death of Jesus made victory certain for those who follow Jesus. It makes victory certain. In other words, if you are born again, there is no demon that can attack you and succeed. No, 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 no. God didn't create. From Lucifer to the least in hell cannot attack you and succeed. And Colossians tells us that chapter 2, verse 15. And having disarmed the powers and authority of principalities and powers, he made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them by the cross. So if Satan knock your door, just say the blood of Jesus, and you see him somersault. If you are in your dream and you are attacked, I say the blood of Jesus, you will see every one of them somersault. If the devil shoot an arrow against you and you say the blood of Jesus, blood of Jesus will overthrow that weapon, and in case it has penetrated your body, blood of Jesus will neutralize the power. Blood of Jesus was shed to defeat anything that devil had done, wants to do, and can ever do. So you understand, the cross is so powerful. But today, I want to just give you further information, just briefly. Because we will teach by the grace of God when we are having seminars. Why resurrection? Why did Jesus not die in the grave and just be buried and rotten? <clears throat> if Jesus died and did not resurrect, then we are hopeless. Like others. Let me say this. Somebody would have asked me before, Apostle, you know, what about my parents? They were, they were Muslims or they were Hindus or they were this. And they didn't know Jesus. <clears throat> and they have died. What will happen to them? They asked me. 
And I told them something. You know that every one of us who are parents and children to some parents, we have no affinity. Your parents is just a vehicle God gave you to come to this world. You have nothing to do. When you get to heaven, there is no parent, there is no, no, no children. You have babies in heaven, of course. But the affinity we have with one another as parents or, or children, God used parents as a vehicle to bring other human beings who are called their children. And you can trace that to fathers and grandfathers and stuff like that. But however, when we die, we go away. Everybody depart. We don't go to heaven because we are joint family. No, 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 we don't. The Bible says Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except through Him. Prima facie, period. Nobody can change it or sympathize or empathize with that statement. That's the reason why if you have parents who have not accepted Jesus Christ, I tell you something. If you truly love them, don't speak anything to them without first telling them, have you accepted Jesus? Phone them all the time. Dad, good morning. Have you accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior? Every day you phone them. If you don't do that to them, maybe when you get to heaven, you will regret it. We must make sure we tell them this, because this is the most important. Tell your children. Tell your children. You cannot force anyone to be born again, but you can inform them about salvation. And when you inform them, inform them accurately. Don't inform them with sympathy or anything. Inform them accurately. So if they chose not to accept, and they chose another way, you have no regrets. I will together now. But for demons, they have no power by a Christian. That's what it just says. Jesus disarmed them. Now for the resurrection. Why should Jesus resurrect? I want us to know this. Jesus said many things when he was when he resurrected. You know, we read about um, his discussion uh, uh, with the people of Emmaus in Luke chapter 24, <coughs> where Jesus explained so many things about the fact that he has to resurrect because it is written that he, he will resurrect. And if he cannot resurrect, he cannot resurrect others who believe in him. The first reason Jesus resurrected is so that you and I can also be reconciled unto God. We live in this world, but our citizenship is in heaven. If the one that we believe in did not go to heaven in the bodily form, then the doctrine of rapture is null and void. One day you and I will resurrect. If we have died, we will, our body shall resurrect from the grave. If we are alive, our body shall be translated. First Thessalonians chapter 4. And we will, we, will, we, will, we will put on the new body which Jesus put on, on his resurrection. And so that we can now ascend to our rightful place with God. But I wanted to know this. Let's look at the story of resurrection itself. Very, very briefly. That story is so mighty. The devil thought he had finished Jesus Christ 
by inspiring people to nail him to the cross. But it says, after the Sabbath are done on the first day, I'm reading from Matthew 28 verse 1, and we'll look at Ephesians chapter 1 also, and then we will pray. After Sabbath are done, on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to look at the tomb. Now watch this. There was a violent earthquake. For an angel of the Lord came down from heaven and going to the tomb, rolled back the stone and sat on it. Okay, when Jesus was buried, we read that throughout the week. When Jesus died, somebody gave his grave, Simon Armatius. Now, that grave that Jesus, you know, was buried is still available today. I have sent all these images to the projector team, you know, and I thought that whenever we talk about you know, Israel and stuff, they will, they will put it on the screen. That very tomb that Jesus was buried, we went to it, those of us who went to Israel. And if you go into the next trip of Israel, we will go there. It is still preserved till today, 2,000 years. You know why? It's in the rock. It's a cave in the rock. It's a cave with two sepulchres, two burial yeah, That's it. So, you look at that. This is the exact spot where Jesus was buried. And these two are the exact grave. That one on the left is the one they said Jesus slept while he was buried. But of course, you know, in those days, the whole of the area was just rock. We can see that it's in the rock. And this is a, 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 you know, this is a sign that the Simon who owned this grave was a rich man. Because rich people are the ones that, that buy the sepulchre. We entered into this place. You know, when people get there, the sensation you will have is different. Am I telling you? In the dark environment, you know, the, the presence of God and the power is still there. And you see this place, when Jesus rose from the grave, um, the left one, just outside around... I think I have the videos of that too, where the angels, when they met Mary, and asked him, are you looking for the living among the dead? But when he was put in this grave, then around the ark that covered the two graves, the Roman soldier rolled a heavy stone over it, so such that no man can remove the stone. And sealed it with the emperor's seal. So that Jesus would never resurrect. Am I talking to you? But on the third day, when Jesus will resurrect, I want to read to you what happened. The angel, Matthew said, appeared. And he rolled the stone away. And he sat on the stone. Alright? Let me tell you. The Bible says that those who were the soldiers who were guarding the, 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 the uh, tomb, the appearance of the angel was so frightening that they suffered mental shock. They fell to the ground. Their eyes were open. Their whole brain and consciousness was there, awakened. 
but they could not move. They were numb. Okay? Because these are Roman soldiers who believe in worshipping idols, and they have never seen such before in their entire life. Now, what that tells you and I is that those who follow Jesus Christ, it does not matter what the devil has done against you. The angel of the Lord that he has assigned with you, he will roll that stone away today. You know, I always love challenges. I'm a born warrior. From my growing up, I love challenges. That was what took me to boxing. But you know, let me say this to you. There are people who, the devil, the devil block ways of people, yes. Because Jesus said, the thief has come to kill, to steal, and to destroy. So we are not ignorant of the device of Satan. Satan can put mountain before you. He can put rock against you. He can cover you and put prison, put some people in prison, which you have been praying for, and God deliver them. And he can do several things. But when you call to Jesus... Something will happen from heaven. The same power that rolled the stone away will answer your cry. And it will roll any stone away. It does not matter how impossible the situation is. It does not matter. That's why believers should really know about these things. See that power that rolled the stone away. Only one angel. Also just were almost dead. They only spared, the angel only spared their life. Let me tell you this. Those soldiers could represent embodiment of evil spirits. Whether man or demon, doesn't matter. But if you look at, let's see. There was a violent earthquake when the angel came. Because an angel of the Lord came down. So when the angel stepped to the earth, bam, there was earthquake. They saw the angel came. The moment the foot of the angel landed on the ground, there was earthquake everywhere. But you see, the earthquake did not break the ground. The earth was quaking, but the structures were intact. Like ground moved like this, moved like that. And the structure of the ground did not break. It's only by God that can happen. This is not the only first time it happened in the Bible. So then he says, And the angel went straight to the tomb, and touched the stone. And the stone rolled away. And then the angel sat on the stone. The Lord said to my Lord, Sit thou at my right hand, and I will make all thy enemies the footstool of their feet. Why resurrection power? Why resurrection power? Now, look at the angel itself. The next verse says, His appearance was like what? Lightning. And his clothes were white as what? Snow. Can you see an angel who stood, he was wearing white, but his body was flashing lightning. That's what it was. That's what it was. The human form was lightning. No wonder the earth quaked. And then he went further to say, the guard were so afraid of him that they shook and became like dead men. Dead men. Do you know why I'm just giving you this precede? Where is that power? Did Jesus go to heaven with the power? No. The power that raised Jesus from the dead now is in everyone who believes in Jesus. Look at Ephesians chapter 1 verse 18. That power that this soldier saw and they melted. That is the only thing I have for you today. 
Where is the power? It's in me. It's in you. Once you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, that power comes into you. The power is called the Holy Spirit. He says, but the fact is that many Christians are not enlightened. Many Christians are blind when it comes to the spiritual. Some of us have allowed our intellect to paralyze our spiritual. Some of us have, have made our attitude to incarcerate our spiritual. Let me give you an example. Today is what Sunday? Resurrection Sunday. Would you expect a Christian to come late to church on Resurrection Sunday? Answer me. Uh, be bold and answer me. My Even if you are late, say no. But we see come late. You know, there are some of us who will prepare for church from a day before. I'm coming to your level now. We prepare for church a day before. All iron, all all clothes ironed. Uh, every, even if possible, bath before. <laughs> all right. And then in the morning, wake up very early. Okay. And you cannot lay your hands on why you can late. I will make sure next week I don't come late. The next week you come late again. Next week I will not come late. The next week we come late again. Excuse me. You know, there's a song that says, Christian, seek thou not repose. Hear thy heart angels say, you are in the midst of enemies. Watch and pray. Watch and pray as if that is where your victory lies. Pray for help. Watch and pray. Why don't you go late to your office? Why don't you go late to your exam? Something is wrong in your subconscious. Eyes darken. The one who provided life for you to be able to go to work, gave you the job, gave you the business. The one who determines who is the customer that will come to you. And the one who makes others perfectly disposed to you that they can invest their money, their life to you. And the one who gave you the brain and understanding so that man will seek that understanding and they give you employment. Can we believe together that we will treat that man that way? No, it's because we are darkened in our human mind. Darkness in human mind will make you miss your priority. Am I speaking to you? But you see, that darkness in the human mind for believers is caused by the powers of this age, Lucifer. Because Lucifer knows that he cannot do anything. So the only thing he can do is your mind. Are we together now? Like you wake up on Sunday, people, you, you know, you have this understanding that, oh, I'm going to church, I'm going to church, you have prepared everything and stuff. Look, priority is that you get to church early. Every ordained leader is supposed to be in church one hour before. One hour before. Why? Pray for the people. That's why you are appointed leader. So that you can pray for the people. And those of you who come to church too. There are other members who come in who 
will just give themselves to be praying for you. So that Satan will not hinder you on that day. Satan, God will destroy all the criminals of the devil and stuff like that. Now, can you imagine that you would stand before God to claim equality before Him, right and right, with those who are giving themselves to such service? Nobody appointed them, they chose to. How am I talking to you? So, and this is what is consequential to your inability to use the power. If you cannot trust God with your time, God cannot trust you with His gifts. If you cannot love God committedly, the love of God for you is different from for those who are very committed. Turn unto me, and I will turn unto you, and I'll show you great hidden things. Every one of you will agree with me that nobody passed his degree, alright, with an attitude of such. Nobody comes with excellence in his education with such attitude, postponing your revision time, postponing your learning time, and expect to come up with excellence. It doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. So with God, how do we think we will get too far with Him? If our attitude towards Him is not right. That's not possible. That's just not possible. We can tell stories I've been in Christ with Tabernacle for 30 years, for 20 years, and so what? Those who came yesterday are operating in power. So you cannot tell me that <laughs> his power is for the apostle. Somebody who came about a month ago will tell you that apostle said that's for everybody. It's your mindset. It's your mindset. This scripture tells you and I, I pray also that the eyes of your heart may be what? Enlightened. In another word, illuminated. In order that you may know the hope to which he has called you. If you know the hope of your calling, that will be your driver for your living. So that God will take preeminence. You know, this week I think they announced some people who died on the television. And one of them was a, uh, was a musician, uh, you know, one of these very prominent guys of 40-something years old. And she, he just died. They said he just suddenly died. That one, his case is over. They were planning things for the, for the future in the country, you know. And I don't know why. Some people question that, but he's too young to die. Uh, 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 uh. That is a, that's a mistake. Because those who are younger than him die. Because he is a celebrity, that's why there was this question coming in. Can you imagine the function that they have planned to do in the year, the gig that they will have done? There's no more to do it. Where God calls his soul out of his body, he leaves the rest for those who are still alive. Am I telling you something? Your eyes must understand. The eyes of your heart must be enlightened. That this world is temporary. But you can live in this world above the devil. Above Satan. Above any power. If that power lives in you, you only need enlightenment in your eyes. For you to understand that the power is in me and how to use the power. So that you will not be begging prayers all over the place like some other guys do. But you will command what happened around your life. This is the power that raises us from the dead. It needs enlightenment. And it says, in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you. The riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints. Where is the inheritance of God? Say it out. How many sins of God are here? So where is God's inheritance? 
Why are you talking like that? Shout it loud. God's inheritance is in you. Let me give you an example. A young boy who is a prince, the power to become a king is inside him. But he doesn't know it. He will play with sand. If you put him with other children, they will play all together. If you don't wear pants for him, he wants to go naked everywhere. Because he doesn't know what that means. But he's the king. So, how do they make him king? By isolating him from other children. And telling him from, from kid. Other children are doing this, you cannot do because you are a king. All we want to do is, no, you can't do it because you are a king. So, the upbringing of that child will be so restricted within the confinement of kingship. By the, time the, the, by the time the child is about six or seven, you will discover that the way he walks, he walks like a king. He begins to talk like a king because of the training. But if you take a boy who is a king and you brought him up in the ghetto, and when he's now grown up, you want to make him a king, I, be, I believe that that country will live to regret their lives. Because there are rules that governs kingship. There are rules that reveal the ability and the power of kingship. How a king will speak, how a king must reason, and how a king must act. So are we. You need to know this. Prayer for eyes to open and studying the word of God with the curiosity to know yourself. Are we talking now? When you look for yourself in the Bible, you will find the God who wrote it. And it will change your attitude. Because the power in you, the riches of God, all what God has reached is inside every saint of God. And he calls it his glorious inheritance in his saints. Now, let's look at the next verse and begin to now explain what that inheritance is. And his incomparably great power... For us who believe. So, hope of your calling, inheritance in you, and power to operate it. Hope of your calling, inheritance of God inside you, and the power to operate that inheritance. Come on now. Let me say this to you. The scripture now further tells us what kind of power do you have? What kind of power? When Christians see witches and they are afraid of witches, that is a Christian who doesn't know who he was, who he is. When devils see us, he is threatened. When occult see us, they are threatened. Because they can see. Satan opened their eyes to see, at least we ran. But we earn it by prayer and relationship with God to be able to see. If you look at what he says here, there is a power inside you. Great power. Incomparably great power. He calls it. He qualifies the power. That power says in the next verse, it's like the working of his mighty strength. Understand, the first one is incomparably great. Alright? Incomparably great. So, you can't compare the power in you with any power under heaven. Are we together now? It is incomparably great. Then it says, 
That power is exactly like his mighty strength. I spoke to you about power and strength. They are two different things. In, in my previous lecture, this week, no, uh, yeah, week finishing today. Incomparably great and mighty strength of God. Can I say that? Just have this in your mind. The power in you is equipotential. If the devil comes against you like a flood, the standard will rise up from inside you. If he came against you like a river, the standard will rise. Anything that the devil throws at you, determine the trigger of the power that will be. Look, Satan saw, somebody was in a cult in Nigeria. Deep occult. I mean, he was in a cult where the man will go into the ocean, Atlantic Ocean, his own group of cult. They will walk into the ocean physically without being drowned. They don't go spiritually. Someone came, one of you are in the, bar, in the beach and you are puffing and you are swimming and they will keep walking through all this tide and they will walk right into the ocean to go and hold their meeting. That is how terrible the cult of this man was. And suddenly one day, a child, baby of about uh, five or so, was singing by the, by the roadside in front of his house. Oh, the blood of Jesus. And when the man got there, as the child said, the blood, blood of Jesus, something picked the man up and slammed him to the ground. Uh, the man began incantation, because that is what he knows, that somebody has attacked him. He got up again. And the girl said, oh, the blood of Jesus. And the power of God would pick him up and throw him to the ground. So, the man now began to search for ritually that where is this attack coming from? It's, it's radar, you know. And he discovered that the power that is smacking him to the ground came from this gale of fire. So, he now decided, you know, of course, usually, let me investigate that power using all his demons. But he recognized that whenever the child sings, Oh, the blood of Jesus. That's when the power carries him. So, he had to sit down <laughs> on the floor. He had to sit down until, and the girl didn't know. The girl would just say, that well, she is white as snow. I love the blood. When they say the blood of Jesus, something will pick him inside, <laughs> inside him and hit him to the ground. So, he had to sit down until that girl now finished playing and went in. So, after the girl has gone in, you know, right in, and he saw so that it was in a safe race, he got up and he fled. <laughs> he fled. He became a minister. And when he fled, so he now said, let me go to a pastor, because I know that Christians are the ones who worship Jesus. So he now went to the pastor and told the pastor that, tell me about Jesus. The pastor began to talk about Jesus Christ to him. And when they got to the place, they said, don't mention it. Don't mention it. <laughs> don't mention it. The pastor said, what? You mean the blood of you? Ah, the blood of you? <laughs> I said, don't mention that blood. So the man, he now told the pastor the story. The pastor said, okay, you know what? You have to accept Jesus Christ because that is the blood that will wash you clean. 
So he said, how do I accept him? He led him to Christ and prayed with him, and the power vanished. All the past he has collected from Satan for years disappeared one minute after he gave his life to Jesus. The power inside you is equipotential. It is a power that is immeasurably great, and it works by the might of God, not by human mights. Not by our mind. He walked by the might of God. But he lives in us. He lives in us. Anywhere we go. I have been poisoned by witches. I drank their poison. Not once, not twice. It didn't hurt me. It didn't hurt me. And I told you, my life is a testimony for you. Because what I am is, is not less than what you are. It's not more also than It's what you are. The difference is this. My eyes are open. Your eyes must be enlightened. Attitude towards God must change. If you greet somebody today, happy resurrection Sunday, you must resurrect with him in your attitude of your mind. See, that power is like the working of his mighty strength, which he exerted in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly realm. Come on, that's what I read to you. If you look at that evidence in the book of Matthew 24 again, yet 28, you will see that Jesus Christ haven't resurrected. All right, I think the, the closing sequence of that scripture, haven't Jesus resurrected and spoke to his members? He said to them, he says in verse 16, then the eleven disciples went to Galilee to the mountain. Where, they, where Jesus had told them to go. When they, when they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. I'm reading Matthew 28, 17, now to 18. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authorities, come on now, <laughs> let's stand up on our feet. Hallelujah. We're going to read that scripture together. Shall we read it together? All authority in heaven and on earth have been given. Therefore, and then, yes. Read that very verse again. And even he said, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And and what? And what? King James Version said, and lo. So if you don't know the meaning of lo. Surely. <laughs> Amen. Excuse me. When we meet and I said the Lord is here, do you think I was joking? He says, I am with you always. Whether we see him in the meeting or we don't see him, he's there. Excuse me. You know why I am sure that Jesus is, is always around? If I'm around, he's around. What about you? It is impossible for me to be in a place and Jesus is not there. 
Impossible. I carry him in my body. I carry him in my soul. What about you, somebody? I carry him in my spirit. Anywhere I go, here Jesus is. Because he has said to me, And lo, I am with you. Surely I am with you. He said, I stand at the door of your heart and knock. If you open, I will come in with my Father. So, God is in me. Son is in me. Holy Ghost is in me. The Father, the Son, the Holy Ghost, if you want to know their house, it's inside me. I say it's inside me. I say it's inside me. That's the reason why we can say to the lame, walk and it's our work. We can say to the blind, receive your sight, he will receive his sight. We can say to the dead, arise and he will arise. Why? Because the Father, the Son, and the Spirit is in us. Is in us. Who believe? I want you to activate the great one who lives in you. And you know, if you're always conscious that he's with you, you will watch where you go. You will not go to where he will not want to go. If they invite you to any place and you enter and you discover that it is the arrangement of Satan, your physical body will not be comfortable. You will have to believe. Am I telling you? But if you enter a place they call shrine, your heart will be strong. Because if you step, I told them, we are, we are going to have the crusade now in a place called Ogbomosho in Nigeria, 1st, 2nd, 3rd of June. I wish God just fast forward that day, that I just jump into it. I can't wait because of the shrine. I want to enter. Because of their forbidden forest, I want to go. Because I'm going to ask them when we get there, just take me to the head of all the cults. You know, that's what I do. The head of all the cults. So that we can know who is God. If I pass through that place, and anybody who is a cult member, who is on the top of the cult, did not know that their God is useless, then I have failed. I have failed. They say it's a shrine. Don't enter. That's where I want to enter. Because there is no shrine, but in my heart. And in my heart is the shrine of the Holy One who created all demons. He is the head of the church. Do you know something? We will pray now. It says here, teaching them to obey all I have taught you, commanded you, and lo, and with you to the very end of age. Go to that Ephesians chapter 1, go to verse 20. Let us read that verse 20, just two, two more verses. Together, we are going to read. Read from verse, verse 19 so that we can... We, shall we? And his incomparably great power. For us who... Yes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Good. Far. Mm-hmm. 
Why is Jesus head of everything? Because of the church. Did you get that? For you, for you, for your sake, God made him head of everything. So that you can access anything you want to. We must not live like dwarfs. We must prosper. We must enjoy good health. And our soul must prosper. Christians should not be just at the end of the line. We can start from anywhere. The top is our destination. Am I talking to you? It's your right. It's not a privilege. Because you have accepted Jesus Christ, you have become a brother of Jesus Christ. You know, let's finish these very scriptures. So, he appointed Jesus head of the church, head of everything because of you. Which is his body? The fullness of him. <laughs> Hallelujah. The next verse, please. Next verse. We are object of wrath. Some of you must must have known where I want to stop this this scripture you are reading. Come on now, let's read further. But because for me. Now, 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 now. I want to give you a bombshell. And that is where we are going to solve. Verse 6. Shall we read it aloud? And God raised me up. And seated us. Where is your seat? Where is your seat? So when they say that principalities and powers, rulers of darkness, ritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places. But we are seated in the realm of the highest. We are seated in the realm of the highest. So why should Christians be afraid of anything? You are going to take your seat today. And begin to decree over your life. What should be in your life. What you don't want in your life. Begin to speak in the name of Jesus Christ. From the right hand of God. That's where you are seated. Speak in the name of Jesus Christ. Begin to command things to happen. This is Resurrection Sunday. Everything the devil has put to death in your life, your hope, your dreams, command them to come back to life by the resurrection power. Pray for your parents. Pray for your children. If the devil is messing about with your husband or wife, command them to lose their hold in the name of Jesus. say from the right hand of God will happen. Say something to your body. From the right hand of God you are speaking now. 
say something to your life from the right hand of God you are speaking now. It does not matter how much your life has been messed up. Begin to decree over your life. A new beginning. A new beginning of hope, of health, of power, of strength. A new beginning. Begin to command your body to flourish. Command your soul to flourish. Command your spirit to flourish. Your mind to flourish. In the name of Jesus as of Nazareth. Lift up your voice and thank the Father. The mercy that saved you and I. The mercy of God speaks. Thank God for the mercy. Command mercy. Command mercy. Mercy that you will receive for this week. Mercy for this month. If you have an interview to go, begin to speak the mercy of God. Lord, let your mercy go with me. Say, let your mercy go with me. Help me to obey you. Help me to obey you. Let your mercy compel me me to obey you. Let your mercy work with me in this month. Begin to take declarations like that. Speak those things. Let the mercy of God be extended to me. I will succeed in the name of the Lord. I cannot be frustrated. Your mercy will give me grace. It will draw to me all that I need. All that I need. The mercy of God will give you favor. Begin to declare, let your mercy give me favor. Let your mercy bring me boldness and faith in the Lord. Let your mercy grant me authority. Your mercy, O God. 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 Marori Bobro, just play the music. Don't play this song for me. Just press your, 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 your stop there. As the Lord, wherever you are going, whatever be your journey for this month, tell the Lord, let your mercy go with me. Let your mercy, let me find favor before you. Your mercy, Lord. Your mercy, Lord. I need mercy from God. I need mercy from God. When Bartimaeus, who was blind, made Jesus, he cried for mercy, and his sight was restored. If you know that you have been playing games with God, tell God, I'm so sorry. I'm going to serve you now with all my heart. Let your mercy speak on my behalf. Let your mercy speak on my behalf. Thank God for his mercy. Just thank God for his mercy. Thank God for his mercy. Thank God for his mercy. Thank God for his mercy that has saved both every one of us. The mercy of God has not condemned us. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I love you, Lord. For your mercy never fails me. accepted Jesus Christ I want to know this that 
no man has condemned you neither has Jesus condemned you he says come unto me all ye that labor and are heavy laden all about Jesus is to make your life easy so that Satan cannot manipulate your human mind as to destroy you I want you to make up your heart where you are and ask Jesus to come into your heart and ask Jesus to be your Lord and really mean it and if you have been playing games with God there's no much time on earth for us to do that as we sing about the mercy of God decide to surrender back to the Lord I would gather now the words of this song is so deep it just tells you what God what the mercy of God had done as we sing it sing it with your spirit let your spirit sing unto the Lord your word. I love your word.
to families. Put your hands together and bless the King of Heaven who lives forever and ever, the author and the finisher of our faith, the God of glory, the God of mercy, the God of might. Blessed be your name. human body. Vanish in the name of Jesus. Irritation of the skin be healed in the name of Jesus. I speak to the knee excruciating pain. Go in the name of Jesus. Healing power of God like drizzles from heaven receive in the name of the Lord. Kidney you are healed. Liver you are healed. Heart you are healed. Womb you are healed. In the name of the Lord, every mark or planting of the devil in human bodies, I release the fire of God, destroy in the name of Jesus. The Bible says every tree that my heavenly father did not plant shall be pulled out from the root. Every tree that Satan has planted in human hearts, in human mind, be pulled out in the name of Jesus. Every tree the devil has planted in human body, be pulled out in the name of Jesus Christ. God, you are a success. I say you will succeed. I say you will prosper. He says, I wish above all things that you prosper and be of good health. You will enjoy good health. Every arrow of Satan be destroyed in the name of Jesus Christ. Affliction from hell be destroyed in the name of Jesus. Pain in the head be destroyed in the name of Jesus. Migraine vanish in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Continuous tummy pain be destroyed in the name of Jesus. Receive healing by the blood of Jesus. Receive healing by the blood of Jesus. Receive healing by the blood. Every activity of Satan in London be destroyed in the name of Jesus. Marauding forces, the Lord rebuke you. The blood of Jesus against you, Satan. The blood of Jesus against you. The blood of Jesus is against you, devil. The victory of yours. In Jesus' anointed name we are praying. Somebody say amen. Somebody say amen. Put your hands together for the King of Heaven. Hallelujah. Please be seated in the heavenly places. Before we close, I would like to welcome anyone that is worshiping here for the first time. Please. If this is your first time of worshiping in this church, could you lift your hands up? You are invited today for the first time. Anyone? Please stand up where you are. We'd like to welcome you. You are very welcome. You are welcome. You are welcome. You are welcome. Yes, you are very welcome. The ushers must have given you a pack. And in that pack is a form. We will appreciate you. Fill the form and drop that with us. You are very, very welcome. Thank you for watching with us and I believe you have been blessed. 
Please, let's be seated. Can I invite Pastor Sidney to come and take our offering today, please? Resurrection Sunday. Happy Resurrection Sunday. Some parts say Happy Resurrection Sunday. Some parts say Happy Easter. All are the same thing. Amen. Because the mercy of the Lord never fails us. He has not failed us before, and He will not start to fail us now. We are going higher, and we are not coming down. Amen. I want to quickly read the book of Colossians chapter 1 verse 18. One of the scriptures where Apostle taught us during the Jesus seminar. said, And he is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning and the firstborn from among the dead. So that in everything he might have the supremacy. In everything. In our lives, in our career, in our money, in our, in our health, in our thinking, Jesus has the supremacy. Nobody can contend with it. Amen. You know, Jesus is not just the way. He is the only way. There is no double. He is the only way. And we give God glory today as we take our tithes and offering. Please, if you are able to, use the electronic means. But if you are unable to, please collect an envelope. But don't live without giving your tithe and offering. Amen. I had somebody told me a story one day. He said, this man was sick in America. And he was put on, on um, ox- he was given oxygen for 24 hours. He was given a bill of $50,000. Then when he woke up, he started crying. They said, why? He said, no, I can't pay the money. But the issue is, what I owe God. He give me breath, and I don't pay anything. You gave me oxygen for 24 hours, and I'm paying $50,000. But God give me breath every day. I pay nothing. Today is the time to say, God, thank you. Because if Christ did not resurrect, can you imagine our gospel is in vain? Thank God for Jesus. Amen. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, God, that your mercy never fails us. You who lifted us up, you will not let us down. Father, we give you glory, O God, that everything you have the supremacy. You live, we confess tomorrow. You live, we are rich. You live, we have business. You live, we have health. Father, I want to say thank you for your goodness over us, and we give you all the honor and glory. In Jesus' mighty name. Please, could we stand? Oh, sorry. Today is Resurrection Sunday. Actually, is it the, is it the release of that book? The single? Yes. The first one is the, the call. Today is... Please relax. And they will tell us how we can get these singles. Amen. So don't be like the American man who was just crying because he didn't. Let's get and get the single, not because there's no gate fee. This is free of charge. 
but I'll charge you for that part. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So say to your neighbor that Jesus is risen. Jesus is risen. I didn't hear you. Say to your other neighbor and say, Jesus is risen. Amen. So the Voice of Hope Choir released a song today called Freely Give Us. Can I get a This song really just talks about what God has done for us on a day that we remember the resurrection of Christ. And can I have the book of Romans chapter 8 verse 1? It says, For there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Verse 2. Because through Christ Jesus, the law of the spirit of life sets me free. Because the law of the spirit of life set you free from the law of sin and death. For what the law was powerless to do, in that it was weakened by the sinful nation, God did by sending his own son in the likeness of sinful man to be sin offering so that he condemned sin in sinful man. And in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verse 57, can I have that quick? 1 Corinthians 15 57. First Corinthians 15 says, But thanks be to God. He gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. If you have your victory, I can't hear that victory in your mind. I said thanks be to God because He gives us victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. So as you listen to this song, I want you to reflect on the words of the song because you have the victory. That's what we've been told, that you have the victory in Christ Jesus. So listen to this song and be blessed. Amen.
Amen. He that spared not his son, but freely gave him to us. And he has freely given us all things. In this church, we have counted thousands. We counted millions. This year, we are counting billions. Those businesses that remain dormant, they will resurrect today. Amen. Those brains that remain dormant, they will resurrect today. Amen. Those on the program remain dormant, they will resurrect today. Amen. There is a great commission for this house. And God has provided the finance for that. Next year is 40 years the revelation was given. And for that to happen, the finances is coming. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. I am going to be one of those that God has appointed for that to happen. And you're going to be one of those God has appointed for that to happen. Even those watching us on, on media now, you're going to be one of those God has appointed for that to happen. Father, we thank you and bless your name. Jesus, we glorify your name. Your dead body came alive. The dead brain in us will come alive. The dead attribute in us will come alive. The dead costume in us will come alive. The dead legs in us will come alive. Anything dead organ, you will come alive. In the name of Jesus. Father, we bless and glorify you. We present this holy offering, O oh God, given by your holy people. Let your holy fire come down from heaven and consume this holy sacrifice that your name be glorified in Jesus mighty name praise the Lord praise the Lord praise the Lord I'm trying to find the truncated version of the announcements. I don't want to give the long version. I've got two versions always. It depends on how, how, much, how many smiles I get to see. Then I'll decide whether or not to give the long version or the short version. So if you're smiling, then I know you want me to give the short version. But if you're kind of like looking long-faced... I gather you want me to give the long version. So perhaps you want a different version of the sermon. Or perhaps you want me to sing a special number. Uh, I should sing. I've been threatening, isn't it? That I'll sing this. No, let's not. I, I do that safely at Bethesda. Because there are no windows. But over here... It's a listed building. We need to be careful. It's very expensive to replace the glazing. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Well, we also warmly welcome anyone who's joined us online today. Please let us know that you've joined by sending us an email to admin at cftchurches.org. We know that hundreds normally join us online and several more listen afterwards. Whenever you do, do two things, especially if it's on YouTube. Ensure you subscribe, do the thumbs up and say, I like. Don't do the thumbs down because if you do the thumbs down, it will change itself. Praise.
Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Do the thumbs up and let us know that you've, you've, you've been blessed by the ministry of our Father and our Mother in the Lord at Christ's Faith Tabernacle. And of course, today is a special day as every day is. This indeed is a day that the Lord has made and we have every reason to give him praise. There are no home groups today. We'll spend time families ensuring that we spend Easter Sunday. A number of us are probably inviting friends and family around for Sunday roasts. This is the right day to have the roast. Um, it's okay if there's no roast. Just uh, have the vegetables as well for those who are, of us who are vegans um, or who decide to be vegans for today. It's okay as well. Prayers and communion will be at 9 p.m. It will be online. Prayers, communion at 9 p.m. today online. And um, it would also be that Zoom and YouTube and FCC. And please note during the course of this week, we'll have daily prayers as usual. Monday online at 9 p.m. That's Zoom and YouTube as well as FCC. And all through the week with the exception of Wednesday, 7 p.m., because we have Bible study. And on Friday, 11 p.m., because we'll have the vigil, the prayers, all the way till 1 a.m. JTA at Bethesda, 8 p.m. on Tuesday, unless you hear otherwise. And of course, that being the case, the prayer session might then be a link up from Bethesda building. Women of Royal Destiny. Wow, on Thursday, yeah, Women of Royal Destiny on Thursday, the 13th of April, will be at 7.30 p.m. on Zoom only. On Zoom only. Someone's going to look at me quizzingly and say, well, oh, but JTA on Thursday should be here but the, uh, at Cathedral. Yes, but it would not override the Women of Royal Destiny meeting. Because we don't want, I mean, the Women of Rare Destiny meeting is taking place on Thursday. Unless you hear otherwise. Women of Rare Destiny meeting at 7.30 on Zoom. And because it's an international one, we'll need to, we'll, we'll work out how we would make sure it, we, we link all the things. After all, the last two Thursdays, everyone have been here. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Yesterday we had a career development workshop. If you did not attend and you needed to have attended, I must say, there's no other way I can say it, but you missed out on something special. That's all. There's no hiding it. I can't masquerade it in any shape or form. If you knew, if you were meant to be here, you need a you need a prompt. Indeed, those of us who have been in different careers, whatever the level is, yesterday, we actually should have been able to fill the entire auditorium. And it would have been a blessing. It was... Um, I mean, it was, it was a unique opportunity. And next time, please, we shouldn't let people like that come into our midst to freely give us their time. Something that would cost you hundreds of pounds if you were to pay. Most of us know it. If you have a one-day workshop and you're paying for, on a professional basis, it at least sets you back at least 1,500. On a one-day workshop training, 
and what we received yesterday. But more than that, it's also an avenue and a forum for you to get to know the person sitting next to you. We've got treasures in this house. But most of us are going around looking for what they call uh, in, my, in, in, in the northern part of Nigeria or, or in southern parts of say, what is in your pocket? You are going to Sokoto to go and get it. That is something that is in your own pocket. I won't go more than that. But something that is right next to you, your victory is right next to you, your impact, right next to you, but you don't know it. And the only way we can make that happen is by attending some of these workshops because you would not then know. Last week, for instance, I met someone who is a head of recruitment at a major media organization who's a member of this church. Head of recruitment in a, in a major media organization in the UK. Big one. Right next door. And some of us don't know it. If we don't attend these forums, it would not be great. In future, please avail yourself the opportunity. We will be trying over the next week or so, we want to try and gather as much information as much as we can on your professional um, inclinations and your professional what word are I going to use again? Um, we want to know who the lawyers in the house are. We want to know who the barristers are. We want to know those who are in the construction field. IT. We want to create the groups so that we can network better and we can find within ourselves the mentors better as well. And the other thing, one of the other things we learned yesterday is the value of volunteering. The value of volunteering. And we also rem were reminded that in Christ's Tabernacle there are so many avenues to volunteer that will make use of your skills. You don't know it, if you don't know it, if you're an usher, please, or if you're protocol, when you're writing your CVs, don't forget to include it. You think it's just church, yes it is, service to the Lord, but first and foremost, it is amazing what, how that might make a difference in your, on your CVs. Don't hide it. I'll tell a quick story. When I was writing my profile a, a while ago, I once wrote in there when my previous organization I was an executive director there, and I wrote, what do you, what's your, I, I am a committed Christian, and I, what, and someone actually sent me a note and said, an executive director, you can proclaim that you're a Christian, you've given us a voice. And as a result, she felt bold about telling others about Christ because an executive director has given them a voice. You don't know the sort of voices you can give others and empower people by the subtle things that you do. And the Lord will bless you as you do that. So please look out. We'll be sending out in the course of this week um, some information which we would like you to respond to. Please, when you get it on WhatsApp, and we'll carry on doing this, we want to build up groups, share your knowledge, share your skills. If you are retired as well, you'll be amazed at the sort of things retirees can do. You have more time. If you are retired, you are never tired. Praise the Lord. If you are retired, you might be a retired accountant. I don't know why we always use the word retired, but they put retired behind, retired general, retired. No, no, no. You are always that, and you can pass on that skill onto others as well, and the Lord will bless you. PVM Retreat. It will be Monday the 24th to Thursday the 27th of July 2023. It will be at the Hilton Birmingham Metropole Hotel. Please 
register in advance if you would like to attend and when you see the details you also need to pay I think by the end of this month a deposit by the end of the month to guarantee your space or your place and to also guarantee that if you need a single room or you need a double room whatever it is you'll get the information and please note I can't emphasize this enough that the fee that is associated with the conference and the retreat is purely towards the cost of your feeding and your accommodation and it's payable directly to the hotel there isn't a single penny marked up indeed the church subsidizes I need to reinforce that of course we do know that this year as with all things the cost has gone up hotels are charging more your grocery bills are higher and all of that so you would find that reflected as well in the cost and the charges that the Hilton have chosen to charge us this year but we are we, we still think it's a very good venue we still think it's the most convenient venue so despite the price hike we still believe it represents value for money and that's important we still believe it represents value for money so we meet, we eat there kind of like six meals a day. No, not six meals. We have three, three meals a day. And they're not square, they're round. But in between, we have teas and coffees. So by the time we add the teas and the coffees, it almost becomes, each one is almost like a meal on its own. But, um, so please make a note of that. And of course, book a few days afterwards to go to the gym. Um, because you would need it every time we have the retreat you need it afterwards Israel pilgrimage trip as we all know has been moved to Monday the 5th to Monday the 12th of February 2024 two reasons why it was postponed one to ensure that we can get more of us on that trip and to reduce the cost as a result the flip from October November this year to Israel to, to February next year has already resulted in about 15 to 20 percent of the cost being saved and that's significant now the more of us the merrier praise the Lord say so if a hundred people wish to attend there will be an opportunity to even negotiate the prices even lower so please make a note of this if you do not have an individual you would like to share with because it's based the rates are based on sharing room sharing um, please also don't let that discourage you signify your intention to attend and also note that you would like to to you you would be prepared to share with someone however the sharing arrangement would not be automatically done on your behalf what we will do would be to within the church we'll be introducing people to each other if they so wish to pair up so it wouldn't be you would not there are no surprises oh i didn't know this individual would be the person i'm sharing my room with so that's not going to happen you will know each other in advance and there will be a separate group that will be set up for you to introduce the different uh, individuals the different uh, who, who may wish to share and i use that one may wish to share uh, accommodation I've run out of the long version of the announcements and I'm sure you're glad that I have at least finished for today other than to say two more things please 
avail yourself the opportunity of downloading Freely Give Us. And I think on YouTube today the call was, on, was released. The video on the call was on YouTube today. Visit that page and do the thumbs, 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 thumbs up and send the link. You know all those people that have been bombarding you with WhatsApp messages that you, don't, you did not even read. This is the time to do the send all. Praise the Lord. This is one opportunity where you just clip it and send to all my contacts. Say, Happy Easter. This is the call. Praise the Lord. This is one reason. I know you delete so many that people send to you. But this one, they won't delete it when they receive it from you. Because something will captivate them. And they will respond to the call. Praise the Lord. And finally, the last thing I want to say is, after the announcement, we will be presenting certificates to all those who were baptized last year and had not collected theirs. Can I see how many are in the auditorium? By show of hands, if you're in the auditorium, you've not collected your baptismal certificates and you're baptized either in July or September last year, this will be the final day that we would have a public um, sort of like handing over. Any hands up? Can I see you stand? Please, just stand. And I did it, we, we're doing it deliberately today because we know some were university students and they are back home. So after, I mean, I would like to maybe invite our Father and the Lord and then probably, maybe, should I invite them to come forward now, sir? Those baptismal, if you were baptized, please come forward and then we'll sort of like hand their certificates over to you. Please come forward, make your way forward. Thank you very much. Amen. In this year, we will have our baptistry built here so that we will be able to baptize every quarter. This is where I don't know the names of everybody that is here, but I'll try. Sister Rebecca is here. Sister Rebecca David. Mm-hmm. Who's taking the photograph? Brother Ryan here, Brother Ryan Abu. Are you upstairs, Brother Ryan? He's on his way down, okay. And Brother Jaden as well is here. Sorry. Um, Sister Bumi, isn't it? Yeah. Sister Bumi Omole. Brother Jaden. 
Brother Ryan. yours this morning, Sister Lua Tommy Thompson. <laughs> Thought as much, Brother Samuel Williams. to be a Biono. Am I correct in thinking I saw Sister Olivia around? Kailonda? Nursing mother? Anyone else? Are they forgotten? I did see some of some of the people here around. I believe I did, but there you go. Okay, thank you, sir. All right. Before we stand up, can I just say that um, JTA there is there is an adjustment in our meetings because I I was told or reminded that we have a men's group on Thursday and women's group. So Cathedral JTA will not be meeting on Thursday. Both Cathedral and New Cross will be meeting on Tuesdays. So to, uh, this Tuesday, all JTA meet me here. And the following week, we go to New Cross. I will be together now. So that resolves that. And is there another thing? Yippee! Because Pastor had gone ahead to see. Now, is Brother Toby here? Brother Toby, who want to marry? Is he here? He should stand up. Where is he? His sister Ife here. If they are not here, then I think I will suspend their marriage date. Maybe they are just gone. All right, shall we rise up together, please? Amen. Yes, you know, the business seminar we had, there is someone that I need to, you know, um, appreciate for his um, excellent, courageous, really, he is impeccable in his attitude. Uh, he's amiable member of the choir. Dickie Timmy. Put your hands together for him. 
I say something to you? Nikitemi works with them. Um, what do you call them? You are working on the on the train now. Elizabeth Line. You are the one who managed it. You know, whatever the case may be, he's a senior executive where he works. But one thing I want to say is this. One of the interviews he went, he was the one who used the lecture on uh, 21st century leadership in his interview. And it made way for him to the executive. Straight away. So I'm saying that to say every seminar we have in this church, please, knowledge is not too much. Make sure you avail yourself. Those of you who are retiring, I expect anybody who is 50 to begin to think about what we can do after retirement. Retirement is not to be sleeping. If you retire and do nothing, your bones will lock up. I'm telling you the sincere truth. So, but if you are retiring, judges retire to become chartered arbitrators, to go into arbitration. Chartered accountants retire to go into arbitration because you will be able to do better, especially when they need an arbitrator with specialist area. Engineers and also bankers, so make sure that um, you don't miss any career development program. And also, I was told that we have one of our brethren from India, Brother Ramesh Guri Party. <laughs> Ramesh, you're very welcome. She's from Pastor and Pastor Hannah and Pastor Bruce from Hyderabad. Yes. Hyderabad is the first journey we had to India many years ago. And so you are very welcome, brother. This home. Amen. Shall we read together the Lord's Prayer? Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is thy kingdom, thy power, and thy glory, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord answer you when you are in distress. May the name of the God of Jacob protect you. May God send you help from his sanctuary and grant you support from his Zion. May God remember all your giving and all your sacrifices and accept your burnt offering. May God give you all the desires of your heart and make all your plans and visions succeed. We will all shout for joy when we are victorious and we shall be victorious in every battle. We will lift up our banner in the name of our God. May the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob open a book of remembrance concerning you this week. And may the God of Bethel, who appeared unto Abraham and Jacob at Bethel, may he reveal himself to you, even in this very week. In Jesus' holy and anointed name we pray. Amen and amen. Shall we lift up our right hand to heaven as we share together Hebrews 13, 20 and 21. Now, may the God of peace that brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, Make us perfect in every good work to do His will, 
working in us that which is well pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ to whom be the glory forever and ever Amen. Turn to somebody and read Second Corinthians thirteen fourteen. Yes, of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you now. Then to yourself, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. May the peace of God be with you all. There shall be shouts of blessing. Please be seated and ushers will lead you out row by row.